This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Sky Blues Extra podcast brought to you by the Sky Blue Tavern with me, Dean Atkinson. Tonight joined by Dave Moore. Dave, uh, tough week to be a City fan and unfortunately it's just about to get worse for you as you've got to spend some time with me this evening. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, I was I was wondering what I've done in a past life to uh, to spend tonight with me. That's not very nice. <laughs> to have booked a ticket, a train ticket from London to Preston and to have booked a, a Preston away ticket. Um, but uh, it doesn't get much tougher. I think it's such a shame because we're not, we're not that far away. We're not a million miles away from where we need to be. We're just not as difficult as we were last season to... Um, score against if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, and we're not as clinical obviously at the top end of the pitch and that makes for um, a very bleak outlook Um, but it's November it's it's not everyone says oh you know the barometer's December it wasn't even really December for us last season we we did start to turn around that form Um, but I was looking I was looking to today at sort of like the graph of last season. Yes. And we had a really bleak period from Boxing Day where we lost Callum O'Hare. We went on a barren run, didn't beat anybody till Huddersfield, I think it was the end of January. Yeah. Lost to West Brom then, straight after that, thinking we've turned the tide. And that's when we, we picked up the points from, from that position in. And we were we were like sixteenth, fifteenth at that point. Like it just goes to show that you can turn seasons around and that's probably what we're we're hoping for this time around, but I also don't think we're in that sort of same position with the players that we have at our disposal this year to, to go on that run, if that makes sense. Yeah, and look, we'll probably speak about Jokeres and Hamer every week, even though we don't want to. They they were very special players, very, very difficult to replace. Um, and I kind of feel like 
that's my my concern at the moment at the top end. Jokeres, when he went for a rough patch, just needed to find form. And you knew that he would sort of give it 110% to, to find that form. And something would kickstart it and then he'd go on a run. But you knew he knew he was going to play. So he's going to have enough time to play himself into form. At the moment, we haven't got a set of strikers that have got enough time on the pitch to play themselves into form. There's, there's too because much one week it's two, one week it's one, one week it's Haji Wright on his own. Um, the next it's it's Godden coming off, off the bench. Then it's two against QPR with Sims and Godden. The the striker Oki Koki is is in is probably the biggest issue that we've got. I mean the back line is fairly similar, but there's some at least consistency there with with McFadden being at the, the heart of that. Um, whether or not you you think that he should be um, <laughs> is another matter. But yeah, he is there and he is the heart of that that defence. And there's some consistency there. We've not got that at the top end of the pitch. We need to find that very, very quickly and make a decision on that in yeah. order for people to have enough time on the pitch to actually play themselves into form. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, because we had that last year, didn't we? In all areas of the pitch, like that back line was so settled for the majority of the season, it seemed, especially the second half of the season. Okay, the midfield was swapping, changing at random points with with injuries and suspensions which you know is, is give or take we're expecting that uh, and that front line was settled as well without you know the likes of Callum O'Hare and we had Casey Palmer out for a majority of last year as well so you're absolutely right in, in that regard and I think if you look at last night it felt like a game where well you can actually say it's about the whole season to be fair is that we've showed quite a bit of promise I thought that was a, pro- that, that very, was a positive well. and then but it's like delivering on that said promise, which ultimately is goals. And we just didn't do that last night. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating because we started really well. They they did as well. They put us under enough, you know, enough pressure to make a game of it in the first sort of 15, 20. But we didn't but panic though, did we? We did period. We, and we showed we really nice composure, I thought. Very comfortable. Um we were carving out some really, we were playing some really nice football, carving out some really good chances. I thought Milan was getting forward well in 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 the right wing, and look, I'm sure we're going to go individually into to some of the players a bit later on. But um, you know, whether whether or not you felt he had a good game yesterday, he saw a lot of the ball, and he was fairly dangerous down that side, or at least was you know in a position to exploit um, you know West Brom. Uh, Tats was getting into some good, good positions, um, you know, and actually Hadji Wright was starting to show the signs of what we saw at Wimbledon, where he was making those those runs and ghosting in behind. And that's kind of what we always have felt that is his bread and butter. That kind of feels to his natural sort of playing um, power. And, and that's the other thing that, you know, we mentioned with this minutes on the pitch. One week you're trying to put Hadji right in behind. The next you're trying to pump it down Sims's throat, and then the other one you're trying to play it to Gordon's feet so he can do a layoff and turn. It's just you're trying to play too many different styles. It's more changes than on well. this podcast with the amount yeah. of personnel locked up, is it? It's, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> mad. Um, talking of changes, there were there were four, weren't there? We reverted back to that box with Sakamoto and Allen in behind Hadji. Did you think that was the right way to go? I think we discussed it, didn't we? on the last podcast that we thought it might be the way to go. Was you happy to see that? Yeah, I think with the two up top, we've, 
we've not not been creating chances, but we've we've not been getting around the two um, strikers enough anyway that they were actually felt like we said last week that they were playing lone lone strikers anyway. It, they were so distant between each other. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was you know it was the way to go. A bit more protection in the middle of the park for Eccles and and even Sheaf because Sheaf is a man that will try and do two people's jobs if he if he feels that he has to but actually that means that he does neither very well um i think that showed last night actually to us i thought it's one of his poorest games i've seen in a city shirt for a long time from from sheaf and i think he was trying too hard yeah and and that's that's frustrating because then his head's going to drop he's going to feel like he's not being able to play his game because he's almost trying to manage everyone else's um yeah i suppose in, in turn that drops everyone else's head as well because there's a lot of sort of expectation on Ben Sheaf to to be the catalyst for for going forward and and doing something. And when he so. stuff not going well for him, then everyone else just sort of feels down in the dumps as well. It's just you know that's how it works, kind of psycho psychologically at that point. I think so. I think he he has kind of carried us a little bit in in over this season already, even though he was injured. Um, sort of sort of controlling the pace of the game a lot. Um, he sort of sits in that anchoring position and tries to do sideways passes. Don't need to try and create an opportunity and try and create a you know something out of nothing. Um, and and he wasn't doing that yesterday. And it kind of just yeah, I think he he'll come come off the pitch a very frustrated figure, which is almost dangerous because he's a really good defensive midfielder with some decent attacking you know effectiveness at times. But you don't have to always rely on that. But you know he's going to come up with it. And worryingly, if he's trying to do everything now, he's not going to do either very well. So, yeah, I think he'll be very frustrated at his, his performance yesterday. Uh, another thing that, that changed was the, the bat line again. Um, Louis Binks dropped. What's your thoughts on that? I don't know, actually. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know if he's just trying to get... Change, I don't know. I don't think he knows what his team is, does he? So he's he does. I suppose like, you understand on the point that he's probably trying to shoehorn his three million pounds set to half in the team, but at the expense of probably the most solid defender we've shown, who's shown a bit of promise the last last few weeks. Yeah, not just promise, but I think he's shown a bit of like sort of desire and want as well. Like it almost. I'm not saying it doesn't look like it means a lot, but. You know, Bobby Thomas doesn't show loads of emotion, if that makes sense. Neither does uh, Latibolio. He doesn't. Um, at times, I think, you know, Binks has kind of showed that he's he's wants to become a bit of a fan's favourite. And he's got that sort of, let's not call it a nasty streak, but he's got an A streak about <laughs> him. He he said that wasn't a pudge at the, uh, at the tavern <laughs> when he came. I think it was. A bit of retaliation. That's yeah. nice to say. I want. That's what I want to see there from defence. Sometimes we could be too nice, right? Well, I think there was that's... there was a graph today about um, when we get yellow cards and, and stuff like that, and like we're like really low down on it, like compared to every other team, we're like off the chart basically. That we just don't seem to be nasty enough. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. And I think when things aren't going for you, it's um, even you know even more likely for you to sort of go in. In, into yourself a little bit and not you know because you're not you can't really you have the confidence really to say you know sort of swagger around and and do whatever and I guess that's what West Brom did yesterday actually they were you know booting the ball away when they wanted to they were 
riling people up. They were siving people down, you know, because they could, because their, their sort of tails were up. All right, let's go into the big moments of the game then. The first one really was was the handball um, from, from Kipre. I mean, for me, he leans into this. He actually, in the still of the still image of the the ball hitting his arm, he's actually looking down at his arm as if he yeah, leans it's not, it. It's not, it's not what you call a natural position. No. And he sort of like your arm. brushes Unless his arm. Unless you broke your arm. Yeah. That's the, it's the only way it yeah. could be natural. Yeah, just flopping around. <laughs> but yeah, 100% a penalty. And how that's not spotted from the referee's position is, is beyond me. Yeah. I mean, we could do we could do a pod every week, couldn't we, on refereeing gaffes um, if, if we, you know... He had, just, a poor, he had a poor we, game. If this all goes really bad, we could just stop doing uh, podcasts. Rest watch. Lose. We could just stop doing watch. Coventry City podcasts and just do... Just do a pod on the, on the ref at the Cov game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about the action. Just Let's just concentrate on the referee. But yeah, but I yeah, mean, no, he, it was a, it was a poor game for him. Actually, yeah, all the assistants... Because there's yeah. the offsides and stuff in this yeah. game again. It's just like I know yeah. we talk about VAR. Right. I can't understand. I I I haven't seen them back, and I um you know no. I've actually... he's on side for both of those ones where he gets put in over the top. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, not even being a like biased in this. Like, he is on side. The reason I felt that is because he he run on like he did he did a very obvious arc. It kind of felt like on 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 one of them that went over, and you think, well, if he's done that, he's kind of had to get or be on side or, or to be very very tight um yeah down the other end from from me so you know um struggle at the best of times but that's because you ain't got your glasses on i know exactly i did have them on last night. <laughs> uh but yeah he he looked on side and it's just frustrating because then the one that obviously went the the other way is um yeah. is is again tight i think we're stepping up as he's stepping going in. so it's always yeah. difficult um, but it did look on the still that he's uh, he's off. When you looks against you, it's against you, right? And the two close up close up ones for us go against us, and the one that should go in our favour as well doesn't. Yeah, um, it's just it, that. I mean, all these little niggly things they all add up, don't they? And they they do. And when, it's annoying. And when you know you're setting yourself up for an even bigger bigger task. Um, yeah. And one of those things of luck is. Ben Wilson could have, you know, not caught that shot at any time this season and it would have just parried out or bounced out and no one would have been following in. Um, but what's but... he doing there? Like, why is he trying to pat the ball down? It's not coming at him at like 100 mile an hour. Like, it's a simple enough catch for a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um... Good job that Andy's not on here because he, he probably spend an hour just on catching the football. It's it's a it's a bizarre one, you know. You don't you don't know. It, has he lost it in in the light a little bit? Has it moved more? I didn't think it had enough power on it to do that. But you know, look, not not in the fine line of of Ben Wilson, but it's just frustrating because you know lots of times he does parry things away actually, and they'll go safe. He'll get them safe, and I think and this isn't anything around trying to let Wilson off the hook. Absolutely not. Um, but we haven't we haven't really won many second balls all season, and we haven't really followed up and been on our toes all season. And that was just another case where, if we had that determination to get to the ball first, it, yeah, it would have been a bad save, and you gone, Jesus. <laughs> but but it wouldn't have ended up in the back of the net. Yeah. But I kind of feel like we're not, and and that's the thing. And and 
we keep saying, well, things will fall for us. and But you do make your own luck. And well, things there was a couple of opportunities. Things fell for us last night, and we didn't take the most of them. Well, exactly, exactly, and and that's that's it. You know, on the on the rare occasion that that Wright sort of closed closed down, and we sort of closed down as a unit. We 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 got we got lucky, didn't we? And and something happened. But I kind of think, you know, I'm going back to not talking about Yokers, but I think back to that Burnley away fixture, and I know Yokers missed that chance, for example, but. If you, it, well, the way he used to work that line, you're always going to put defenders under pressure, and, and they'll make mistakes. And it was the same yesterday, but for us, you know, the other the other way round. That had we have had that desire to have got to the ball first, we wouldn't be talking about a goal. Um, and the be all and end all is that you can't gift goals like that away, though, can you? Because like not, when not you're struggling, when you're not scoring at the other yeah. end, and when you're not playing well enough to to score two or three, and, and we were doing that last season, we're not doing that this season and it's just an uphill task um you could visibly see the heads go um for sort of five or so minutes and then i thought we grew back into it actually a little bit but the damage is already done um because west brom are a very good on the break attacking side and then we had to push more men forward we had to take more risks and you know the inevitable sort of happened with the second goal uh i think he needs some more vaseline on those gloves doesn't he He's talking about it on the on the uh, on the Ben Foster podcast. Uh, a right, not a rival podcast, really, is it? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> a, 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 pod, a podcast in our in our area, shall we say? Um, but it's yeah, it's like, do we need to get him a, a new sponsorship deal with Vaseline or, or what? Here, I don't, I don't know. Go I would, I, I would have thought Vaseline does the opposite as well. Yeah, I presume so. I don't know. Maybe he had I, too much on. Yeah. I... And there's a fine line with how much you put on your gloves for it to be, for it to work properly. I don't know. But just frustrating, isn't it? Just really, really frustrating. Talking of something that was frustrating, actually, on when did we when did we play? Sats Friday. Did we play Friday? Yeah. Um, we spoke about the disconnect, didn't we, between the forward line and the defensive line and, and the midfield. It either joins with the midfield and forwards or it doesn't. And I thought last night, I thought it was really apparent that we'd worked on that over the last last few days because you saw Kitchen and Thomas really firmly involved in those sort of plays when we were moving forward. I thought was, that was good to see. Yeah, we, we were. And, and and that's the, you know, we played really good football at times and we were getting men forward. I, I think we've kind of bounced it around the, the sort of 18-yard box a lot this season, but there was less of that actually yesterday. We were, we were getting the wing-backs more involved. Um, and you know, we were carving out some sort of pressure or opportunities. I, I, I think I'd agree we we had worked and we did look to try and move it a bit faster across the lines as well. We were still slow, but but at times, but I thought we moved the ball a lot quicker to try. It was just, and it was just that. Make things I happen. think what we we're missing is that quicker run, weren't we? In behind, like someone making that that dart that you could feed into, and then it would yeah. catch West Brom by surprise. It was all a little bit simple for them to work out, really. Yeah, I I think we're just still in that that phase. We said it a couple of weeks ago on the pod that we've not really got someone to play that killer pass like quickly. Everything does have to be fought out. I I kind of consciously watched that yesterday to see, and you, you know, I I thought Eccles was the best man on the pitch. Like first half, I thought he had a really really good um, first half. Um, and and you know I think he's really really improved as a player. I, I, there's not that many players that, even in probably in the championship, that have improved the amount that he has. 
it's just unfortunate that the amount he's approved is still not unfortunately going to be enough to, to cut it at this level. That's that's the the issue. But everything that they do feels a bit thought out. Even Sheaf is a player that does slow things down, and that's absolutely fine. But before where you had these like you know one time passes from from Hamey, you're not getting that. So you're not able to catch out defence because they're they're kind of preempting what you're going to do before you do it. Um, we do need to get, you know, Callow Hare will help that. And I, I thought Tats will help that as well. They they interlinked and played some really nice one-touch football. And so did Tats in the, in the first, um, you know, I With think Alan. we did play. Yeah. yeah, Alan, sorry. Yeah, it's just a few, few of those passes were just a bit sloppy. But you could see they were trying to get that. There was intent there, wasn't there? Going. Yeah, yeah. I, you can't fault the intent at all. It's just, it's just a lack of conviction. I, I find it. That's that's where I struggle to come to terms with how the team are at the moment. Sometimes I feel like we force it, and we we don't need to force it. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's something that you know I haven't haven't spoke about, but we re- we really really do. Jada Silva did it couple of times yesterday he was isolated on the left hand side the cross wasn't on it 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 just wasn't on there there was you know there was no one in the box as much as I don't want to go backwards don't force it don't lose possession and he kind of like a lot of the stuff that we do when we get into those wide areas we kind of just dolly it in Mm -hmm. we kind of feel like oh we've got to put it in the box like that's my job but we could just recycle the ball again and, and and look for that different opportunity yeah so I think but I also feel like that is you know, no fault of their own where they're trying to force things because they're almost impatient because things aren't happen, happening for them and they're trying to make things happening. But when you do that, we know that, you know, passes go rogue, passes don't get there because you, you're just trying almost too hard or you're trying to, you know, and I think that's where trying to score the perfect goal comes in, you yeah. know, because we're trying to make absolute 100% sure that that pass is accurate or it's on target and, because we're doing that, it's not. It doesn't seem as natural, and, and yeah. And the stats as well. I was looking at those today, and the stats tell us that you know we're very comfortable in possession, and we sort of, you know, we're in control of of matches. But when you look at the games we've won this year, we've had less of the ball. Does that does that say anything to you? you now Middlesbrough forty nine point two, QPR forty eight point three, Blackburn thirty four point four. Um. Possibly. Uh, I just worry that if if those stats flip, you know, then where we're going through a bit of a bad patch, we're, we're even more likely to concede because. Um, but yeah, we were resilient against Blackburn. Um, I think that there's been a lot of talk about people getting far too ahead of themselves around, you know, don't don't uh, don't get it twisted. We're in a relegation battle. It's absolutely like Codswallop uh, in October, you know, that we're in a relegation battle. I think they said but, the same thing last year in September. It, exactly. But if we were in a relegation battle, like hypothetically saying that if, you know, December doesn't go well and we were, we won't go down because of that controlling parts of games. Because when you've got the ball, you're probably always going to create some sort of chances. And, and I, that I shows. think that... It shows because against Robin, we expected goals 2.5 last night, 1.8 other games, 1.7, 1.2, 1.5. We've only scored one goal in all of those. So we're expected to score more goals than what we've actually done, yeah. which says the conversion rate is the problem. 
Exactly. We're creating opportunities, but the conversion rate is the problem. 50 yeah. shots on goal, only 11 on target in three games. And no goals. And no goals. That is the issue. It's That's not grim. We're, we're blinkered by the fact that we're not scoring, but what we're actually doing to create opportunities is enough. It seems yeah. to be enough against what we're, we're up against, but it's just the scoring of the goals. And that's where people are getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. I No, of course. And, and you know, yesterday was, again, not, not good enough. Not not taking enough chances. You know, Robin said it. We need to start shooting. If you don't shoot, you can't score. Can't pass, you can't play. It's, a, it's the 101. <laughs> the old of, proverbs. 101 of the old shoot annual of, you know. Football proverbs 101. <laughs> um. I mean, so, God, it was the Hadji chance, wasn't it? That's the golden opportunity, and we is. didn't hit the target. Yeah, it's um, it's a really, really poor. You know, you can compare Sims and Godden and all of that. I'm not sure Godden would have got onto the onto that pass, onto pass potentially. No. Um, so that sort of rules him out. I'm not sure Sims would have either. I don't think um, Sims has the ability to move. Sort of in transition. Does that make sense? When the ball's in transition. He sort of like waits for things to happen, then starts to move. Yeah. Whereas Hadji was anticipating that happening. Yeah. Which I thought was really good last night, actually, from him. His anticipation was really good. And that is something going forward, I think, will be really, really nice to see in the link up if we can get Sakamoto, O'Hare, and him all together at the yeah, same well, that's, time. Yeah, well, that's the, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm about to contradict myself because I've always said that championship players don't make mistakes and we shouldn't be looking to always gamble on them. And I always say that I do, I stand by that, but you're right. He was on the move. And I think he does, he is that player that kind of preempts like something going wrong rather than something going right. And it's not going to happen a lot for you, but it clearly, yeah, he was on his toes yesterday and it, and it was, it was a golden opportunity, but he's got to score that. He's, he's yeah. got to score that. When you look at the two ends of the pitch, regardless of whether that West Brom, um, you know, Sante was offside. Yeah. What a finish! Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I can't believe people are screenshotting and still in saying like Ben Wilson. Oh, oh it's nonsense. That it, is utter nonsense. No, just... keep, no keeper in the world really has much of an opportunity. And may, maybe the likes of Edison might be out a little bit further before the ball is there, but that's not the way we play. Like we don't play with that high keeper in a sweeper position. It's just not yeah. not the way it works. Yeah. So. People are again. People are blinded by what they see, and you know the top teams. And well, yeah, and it, and it's just it's just the problem of where football has been screenshotted to an in, an inch of its ninety minute game, and you you know it's like politics. You can tell you can do you can tell a story whatever way you want to tell it. You know that's why we have spin every you know week in 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 Westminster, and it kind of feels a bit the same that people are overly trying to spin you know screenshots and stills to to back up which is just the fact that in the heat of the moment someone couldn't get to the ball or someone didn't get a hand to it or you know and and you're trying to you know sort of they're not they're not taking that passage of play into into consideration basically of what happens at that point yeah Yeah. 100 percent. yeah i'm with you on that um positives from last night yeah Lots. I think there's. I thought Sakamoto lots. played really, really well. I think he seems to be getting better and better all the time. I mean, the poor fella must be thinking, what he signed up for is it? You know, is, is it the UFC with the way 
the re- referees have let treat <laughs> yeah, him go against. Yeah, he's not getting him. a lot of protection. Um, he isn't getting a lot of protection out there. Um, people still haven't got wise to his chopping onto his other. I foot, love that. I absolutely love it. Surely they're watching tape. Surely, <laughs> roll the tape. <laughs> um, roll VT. Chop, chop, but, chop. Yeah, like he's you know, it, it's just, and that's what I was saying yesterday. This will this will come. That box was the first time we've kind of played that this season, um, and clearly they've been working on that in in training. There was lots of little intricate passes, triangles. It was just that final one, which was uncharacteristically, you know, just bad. Like there was one where Tat sort of it pinged off and it it sort of hit Jamie Allen in the face, you know, <laughs> and he kind of wasn't expecting it to go there. He thought he was going to get it to feet. Uh, there was another one with Callow Hair that was a, a bit similar. But once that, you know, once those balls aren't getting chipped up by accident or taking a bobble or, or whatever they're doing, then, you know, we are going to create chances. Um, and, and, you know, where we were trying to break them down, West Brom were camped a lot of time. In I've got to say, we've got to give West Brom a little bit of credit. I thought defensively they looked OK last night. There was a couple of times where they were like at sea, but we couldn't you know, sort of capitalise on that. But I think overall they they looked solid. And that's what a 1-0 going 1-0 up against the runner play does for you. It gives you, you know, sort of buoys you into into defending better. It's just that's that's the way football works. Exactly. So I think there is positives. So I think, yeah, I think the box is a positive. I think um, it's very, very difficult. Does he stick with Hadji Wright, you know, away up at Preston? Doesn't really feel like his sort of game, if I'm no. honest. It Doesn't feels really feel like, like, a like our sort a... of game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a Godden, you yeah, know, does, sort of yeah. try and hurry them up. Um, a little bit about him will put himself about a little bit kind of going to have to do that at Preston so I feel he'll probably drop out but it's a shame because we kind of just need some consistency and and I thought he showed some some glimmers yeah. of, of, of that I still think Sims is probably our our man at the moment of what we've seen but then he's he's arguably had more minutes than anyone so yeah I'm with you on that um man of the match um man of the first half <laughs> Josh Eccles. Uh, Josh Eccles. Um, yeah, and I thought, you know, I thought Tats was played very well as well. I'll go for, for, for those two. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Right, if things could get much worse for the Sky Blues, next off a road trip to a place where we haven't won in 23 years. And it's a long old trip, Dave, isn't it? Especially for you on that train. How much that Yeah, cost? I've had a stinker. I don't I don't know why I've booked it, to be honest. It, it, it really is. I'm... I'm 
considering my life choices uh, <laughs> in all in all areas of life like being on the pod just, no just the just my return train ticket to preston that's the only on the great british railroads yeah <laughs> i mean with any luck they'll perform how they usually do and i might not get there yeah <laughs> just 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 kind of give me a refund and i'll watch an i follow for 10 pound um but it feels like i know we've got we've always gone into sort of preston like sort of doom and gloom knowing that full well what's about to, to hit but feels like the perfect time to kind of break this hoodoo doesn't it it's the cov way of doing things yeah not not just that because things have started to click with us but also they've been it's gone backwards you know, for them awfully inconsistent um and it just goes to show what a mess the championship league is <laughs> you know because you've got them you know drawing with with rotherham and we get beat by rotherham but then they got hammered by West Brom and I think for if it wasn't for a couple of mistakes and offside we wouldn't have got hammered by West Brom um 2 nils are hammering is it no that's that's what I mean but like they got beat sorry Preston got beat 4-0 at yeah. home to yeah. West Brom and what I'm saying is is if it wasn't for that we probably would have drawn yesterday yeah. um so on the face of that it's you know Rotherham have beat us They've drew, it's just such a mix of, of results in the championship, isn't it? That you can't really ever look at the form table and say, this is how it's going to go. It's a battle of two teams not seemingly scoring a lot of goals and not many wins in the in the recent sort of history. Um, and it's actually 10 years since we've beat them at any point, home or yeah. away. Like, we say it all the time, but surely this is the time to to do it, you know? It's four losses, three defeats for, for Preston since September. No wins. It's, now's the time, City. Got to go in there when, and feel like we can do it this time. Yeah, and, you know, you can... Players are obviously un, a bit lacking confidence at the moment, but no one's got that... No one's got that history. You know, they're all new new players. Like, there's not there's not really anyone that's attached to... Um, Goddard and Fads and Kelly really is it and, exactly. and Wilson maybe yeah yeah so you know we've we've got to go up there but it can't really get much worse and I don't not I don't mean it's been really bad by the way I, I'm not one of these that think we've we've been absolutely terrible I think we're just a few things going goals. our way yeah we're just a few things going our way and a few goals away from actually putting together a, a half decent run it's it's just I suppose worrying around you know who we've got a who we've got to play you know stoke at home and but preston. like you say that this division's mental like we yeah. can like seemingly go and beat preston and go on a you know a five six yeah. game and beating streak it's stoke just, it's stoke mad. at home Millwall are, are not pulling any trees up this season they've got the issue of a manager that's that's you know going on um and then plymouth you know at home you know there's definitely points there so it is is December looks bleak. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look too far ahead. We've got an international break before then. But but yeah, if we can if we can get something at Preston, which I feel like we we probably can, and a draw is a good a draw and a good a draw, performance yeah. is good enough to break the streak. That's for me. That would be absolutely fine. Just to just to sort of nullify sort of the the doom and gloomers, shall we say? Because. The atmosphere felt a bit tense last night and I would like 
that came over on the Sky on the Sky broadcast. Probably felt the same in the ground. I think Ross was saying to me today that a few people around him were you know, making comments, which is fair enough. You know, you're entitled to do that. But I just feel like we just need a kind of half decent result to go in our favour, and then that sort of breaks the sort of the tie of what's just happened over the last week, and we start effectively start again. In this, period. yeah, I mean, my, myself included, you know, I. You know, I I was frustrated um, watching it yesterday, and and similar people around. You know, you you, it's not about paying your money. You go and and you hope to be entertained. And, and well, sometimes we get caught up not. in that, right? Like you get caught up in what's happening, and that you don't see the sort of the bigger picture of things. Yeah, but at, at the same time, you know, people, you know, it's a, it's the, it's the entertainment sports industry isn't it's the, it like people, it's the fickle people, world of football mate people are paying for for uh you know to be entertained and and at the moment they're not they're not well depends on where you're looking at it, but well, i don't class, think they are what do you class as entertainment well you Winning know games. fulham at home for one you know that that sort of stuff yeah but that's not going to happen all the time right like that's of that's, course that's, of that's course football. but of course but you know surely what i'm saying is i think people can't enough. People can't that. see the the sort of light um, through the trees, can they, at the moment? But yeah, there's not a lot that's going. On. I think people should be sitting there thinking that we play some nice football. The the phone phone in I listened to on the way back. I actually listen to it every day right? now because <laughs> the designated driver Nick pops it on every time, and it's quite a good laugh. If I'm, if I'm honest, there are a few characters right on there. But Oggy came in for a bit of a bit of stick, you know, around saying that we've got to give people time and, and stuff like that. I kind of get that. Um, and also I always listen to Robbins's, you know, pre post-match um, interview and fads yesterday. He sounded particularly down really um, after that and kind of almost reserved to the fact that it's just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the type of character you want that to come from. Because he won't stand up for any nonsense. So if he's thinking that, sure he comes in today into the training ground and go, lads, that just wasn't good enough last night. Yeah, you know, but then I don't know. He sounded he sounded almost too nice like last night. It was it was interesting. Yeah, he that's sounded in front of the bit... media though, right? Yeah, I spoke not, to enough professional so defeated, sportsmen but... to to know when they're they're putting on a brave face in front of the media. Yeah, but he he kind of touched on on. Hadji right and saying that he's still trying to settle in the country. He's moved with his family, and you know, Barry and Bedworth doesn't really give a fuck about that. He just kind of wants to see results. Do you know what I mean? And it, it was an interesting interview, really. It's almost trying to, I kind of understand, but trying to get the fans back on side. Um, but. I don't that's know. what I said about hammering the point at home last week. Every time they're in front of the microphone, I want them to keep saying it and keep saying it because that's the only way that sort of fans start to, I think to so. realize they've got some. They, you know what? They've actually got a point here. And yeah. The, you know, there's a bigger picture this, to this whole to this whole transitional year. Yeah. Um, so Preston, obviously, they very similar to us in how in regards to how they set up with how we set up last night in regards to the box. However, they did set up to a, a flat back four versus Hall, which I think was to sort of counter how Hall play with three behind the striker. And they lost 1-0, albeit with some sort of dodgy ref decisions when I when I look back at the, the highlights. 
What do you want to see from us to sort of go up against Preston, do you feel? Do you I want to see the box, box again? Yeah. With Godden, yeah. Yeah. Probably the box with Godden, you know? And, you know, go and give me 45 minutes of just sheer pressure. Like, pressure. Work, and work then, rate and pressure. Yeah. And then and then say the same to maybe Hadji Wright or, or Sims. It doesn't, at this stage, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. Because I think the goals are going to come from intricate passing, breaking down, and someone like Jamie Allen breaking in, or something coming out to Godden or falling to someone. I think that's kind of we're going to, because you know Preston, it, it's kind of feels like that's how we've scored in in the past anyway. Against but, Preston, especially yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we've got to hope for is just yeah. put enough pressure on that they fold, and you know, make those intricate passes. So I don't really worry too much about who's leading the line. I just think that we've we've got to just put them under so much pressure. Um, I thought last night looked quite good on the bench as well. It was a lot a lot more sort of strength and depth, play, players to sort of change systems as well, which I thought was, was good to see. Yeah, that looks better. We need to um, utilise that a lot more. Again, there was another graph today that we don't make enough substitutions at the right time. I don't know how they, they sort of work all this shit out, to be honest, but... Robbins doesn't make the right substitutions at the right time, and when he does, it's too late or something like that. It's like we're we're so against the run of play of everything. I mean, I didn't ever. need a graph. I probably could have told probably you. Probably could have yeah. told you that. But it's yeah. nice to see it in graph form, Dave. You know, <laughs> I like Excel spreadsheets and graphs to back up what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Let the data decide. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think you know we're looking for a performance. We're looking for, probably will go back. You know, still stick with the box formation, um, and probably would start with Gordon. I want to see more shots as well. I know we've taken fifty in three games, but with Freddie Woodman in goal for Preston, he's not one of these keepers who has the greatest sort of form in in keeping hold of the the ball. And he yeah. hasn't been in great form the last month, and he's pretty poor under sort of any pressure on him. So I want to see that a lot more. Put him under pressure. Let's do what West Brom did to us on that bat line last night, go yeah. in behind the bat line and, and put pressure on the goalkeeper. Let's see if we can pick up something. You never know. That might be the way that we break this hoodoo is a shitty goal, you know, from, you know, a ricochet or something like that. Maybe that's the way forward. But gambling, yeah, that's what Hadji Wright did. He gambled on an opportunity last night. I want to see more of that. Yeah, that's what absolutely. I want to see more of. And, you know, and I, and I think, like you say, there's not been a better time to go to Preston. They're better form. And, you know, we need a reaction. It's almost the perfect yeah. storm, isn't it? It's it's a brewing. Um, you take a draw then? You're going to say something like a score draw or? I'd like to see a score. <laughs> Especially that trip. How long is that to Preston? Three hours on the, tr on the train? With a change, maybe? The same amount of hours that we've gone without a goal, uh, pretty much. What's that? 90? You try to make me work for 270... I'm not trying to work it out. Three, just over three hours, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is uh, about that, yeah. So it's... Be um, beverage then... of choice on the Great Railroad up there. Mm, well, you, actually... keg, you took a keg last year, didn't you? Ke kegs have been in involved at times, but it's not It's not the biggest of um, uh, followings from, from London this week. So just, yeah, quite tame, I think. Just a couple of coffees. Yeah, a couple of coffees. <laughs> So one one or two two? Uh one one, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll take that as well. Just to sort of the break the streak. Um 
and talking about Breaker Street. That's a nice way to sort of end proceedings tonight. Uh, big thank you to listening. Dave, thanks for joining me as well. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on all the socials to search Sky Blues Extra. Lots of really fun things on the horizon, so keep an eye out for those. Big thanks to the Sky Blue Tavern for their continued support. We'll be back, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, celebrating three points on Monday. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.